of the Upper East Side and partner in Grover and Fensterstock Attorneys at Law. What's up, everybody? So pumped to be here. Beautiful day in New York City. Springs in the air and baseball's around the corner. All right. And we also have handsome Rob, also from the Upper East Side, and voted, voted the sexiest man east of Central Park. Yes, um, I was the only one that got But to not by his that. wife. I was very much, very much uh, inclined to, to give myself the top notch. And last but certainly not least, <laughs> the incomparable Leonardo really, from Manhattan. Hey, happy to be here and happy to be on this show and also happy to be the host of the nation's number one motorcycle safety podcast called Arrive Alive. So, guys, we are delighted to have you back on the program and helping our listeners with a preview of the 2023 Major League Baseball season, as you guys are so brilliant at baseball. And you can Thank comment you. if you wish. Happy to be here. Yes, very happy to be here. Here, of course, being my home. So, first question our listeners will insist we ask, what happened to the Mets in 2022? Most of the season, you led the division. In fact, you were ahead by 10 or 11 games. But they started falling apart in September, and Atlanta ended up winning the division. But you still had your second-best record in franchise history, 101-61, to the second-most season wins in, in your franchise history. So who wants to comment on that first? I could jump in here. Sure, absolutely. So good question, except it's completely wrong. Um, and a lot of people have asked that question. It's, it's out there. Did the Mets collapse? What went wrong? But in actuality, the Mets did not collapse. The Mets actually played well. They actually had, they played 600 ball in August and September. So the reason the Braves caught them is not because the Mets didn't play well. The Braves were playing out of this world. That's what it was. The Mets would win two out of three. That's good but the Braves would sweep whoever they were playing. So it was really it was really a product of the Braves being amazing, more so than the Mets not playing well. So it's sort of like the Incredible Hulk versus Superman, even though they're both really good, Superman's going to win in the end, and the Braves were Superman this time? That's pretty much what, that's pretty much what okay. it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think a, a lot of people like to, like to say the Mets choked. I don't agree with that at all. Like to to Degro's point, they played unbelievably well, and the Braves played better. Uh, the Mets did. Uh, if you want to think of it as a, as a race around the track, the the Mets kept up a, a phenomenal pace. But much like in a, in a horse race, for example, where at the very last minute, the uh, the horse in second place just gets a, a sprint. And, and comes in ahead of the, the team that was previously or the, the horse that was previously ahead of them, Mets came in second. Now, the Mets didn't blow the division. The Braves won it. I'll, I'll disagree. Uh, three words why again. they lost the division. And it was it was a wonderful year. Don't get me wrong. I was, went to a few games. The three words I would say would be Jacob Anthony DeGrom who, when he sneezes, pulls, like, a chest muscle or a bicep, right? <laughs> so I think he had 11 starts. And if he made, like, five more starts, we, we get at least one win. So he is the reason 
why we lost the division in an otherwise very successful season. And that's my feeling. Okay, well, can I just actually contradict sort of what I what I already said? Sure. Yes, the Braves were amazing, better than better than the Mets. The Mets had to win one game at that last three game series against the Braves to win the division. They got swept. Yeah. You got to win Who one pitched? of those games. Who right. pitched? Jacob Anthony Degrom. Who actually didn't pitch that badly? It was actually uh, Max Scherzer's buddy, and uh, who was yeah. hurt. And then uh, Bassett got rocked. So, bottom line is, you got to win one of those games. You got to win one of those games and win the division. Yeah. You do. You're right. They didn't. The Braves were the better team. Okay, but but looking forward to this season. I mean, there seems to be a lot of optimism uh, for your for your team. Um, I went to a website called Just Baseball, and it says, this is a quote, the New York Mets enter the 2023 season with a star-studded roster and lofty expectations as owner Steve Cohen continues to go all in to win now. Do you guys concur? I mean, your payroll is just side of half a billion dollars, right? Can I start with that one? Would it be okay if I went first? All right, you go ahead. Please do. Okay. Irreverent. Yes, Dad, completely right. And let me tell you why the Mets will come in first this year. Because uh-huh. they have the best relief pitcher in baseball. And I know, <laughs> wait a minute. Hang on. Wait, I just got handed a notice. Hang on. Wait, he what? 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 <laughs> well, He's been practicing that one all the day. Game? <laughs> not even during the game? They were celebrating? What? Um... It's the Mets. <laughs> Who the hell knows? And that comes from an expert, I guess. Yeah. Now you can go degrowth. <laughs> you know, they're a good team, a lot of talent. I think there's reason to be optimistic. But as Mr. Irreverent Robin, well, Rob just said, yes, losing Edwin Diaz is a massive, massive blow. Um, you lose your closer, you lose the automatic guy every ninth inning. And now all of a sudden your middle relief guys get moved up a notch and now you get exposed. So I'm optimistic. I think they'll do well. I think they may win the division. They should make the playoffs, but this crazy dominant, amazing season might be a tough thing to pull off without Edwin Diaz on the team. Yeah, I think um, it's tough to win a hundred games in a row. Uh, you know, two seasons in a row, and just to get back on the Degrom thing again, I don't know, like when you guys were single, did you ever date like a really hot woman, but she was just such a pain in the rump that you're like, you know what, I've had enough of your stuff. I'm going to date this girl that I that is smarter than you, more intelligent, makes me laugh, and to heck with your, you know, and that's how I feel. I'm so glad that he's gone. I think it's going to be addition by subtraction. Yeah, I don't think the job of of a closer is that important. If you if you could, you know, maybe we're up by three runs every game. You know, like maybe that happens this year. Maybe Alonzo. Maybe you know, then you don't need a closer as much. Okay, but what happens now if uh, Robertson does a good job and he becomes a decent closer? Who's pitching the seventh inning now in a big spot, bases loaded, tie game? Who's coming in the game now? Well, we have a lot of Robertson in Germany. We're not supposed to get that much into the right. lead. So we just want to say, give a shout out to Lufthansa Airlines. Uh, book today. <laughs> forget a free companion fare. 
the leopard tanks that are sending to Ukraine. <laughs> Reverend Leonardo. No politics. Um, Ella, you want to do your question about the pitchers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so are there any worries with Max Scherzer, who turns 39 in July, so he's basically a grandpa? I mean, through most of his career, Max was a 220-inning-a-year workhorse, but for the last three years, he's only averaged 165 innings. And Jason Verlander, who they picked up in December, he's 40. Uh, Jason Verlander's German, by the way, so for all you German listeners, <laughs> You know what, uh, Verlander, uh, they're both competitors. And, yeah, that could happen. I think they'll try to pace themselves. Maybe they get a spot starter here and there. But, you know, if you're up eight games at the All-Star break, maybe you give them a rest. You know, maybe you do that. What do you think, Rob? I'm still trying to get over the grandfather uh, crack, but I'll move past that. And Well, um... I'm just saying, like, does it look good for them to be, like, wheeling out their pitchers in wheelchairs, you know, before they start? Like, could could you speak into the good ear? I didn't. Care. <laughs> hey, Tom Brady. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl at age what? 43, 44? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it is not a young rotation. That is that is a fact. Um, and you know, Leonardo was talking about Degrom earlier. I have no doubt that now that he's not a Met, uh, literally a ball a building could fall on this guy and he'll be okay. <laughs> Uh, much like uh, I'll go a, a little irreverent here, uh, if anybody remembers uh, Moonraker, a James Bond movie, and uh, oh my out gosh, without a parachute, he gets up, he brushes himself off, he's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is the way. Now that Jacob Degrom is not a Met, he will he will roll forward. Um, I think Verlander got hit twice today. Actually, comebackers to the mound on the legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that's just amazing. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out for the year. Um, but it is an old team. But we'll have to see. These two guys are veterans. Uh, Max Scherzer uh, is not getting any younger. That is a fact. Um, and he uh, he kind of uh, wasn't there at the end of last year. He was out. Degrove, keep me honest. I think uh, he was on the DL twice, or I'm sorry, the IL twice last year. Um, because you know he's getting older, so it's it's a question mark for sure. And he came back hurt. So quickly, little known fact about me. When I was born, my grandmother was 40 years old. So, Ellie, your grandparent wow. comment about Max Scherzer, <laughs> not so crazy. Not so crazy. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> so, is, um, it is possible. And I think, you know, we're going to touch on this a little bit later. But I just see here, you know, how they made the bases larger. I think that's because then they're easier for those old eyes to see. You know, we're just... <laughs> We're being much more. Inclusive. I never thought about that one. Yeah, there you go. Carrying the while they're running the bases, they're gonna start putting like braille on them, like first base, you know, and that way, you know, all the all the old blind grandpa um, pitchers and batters can see them. Well, Rob now Verlander, Ver, Verlander just bought a place about a block from me. So when I see him, I'll mention your comments, see what he thinks about it. Okay, um, good. But, I'm, but the people in our neighborhood are a little more excited by seeing Kate Upton than Verlander, but that's a whole other mm. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing, uh, just on the subject of, of the Mets, so do, do, 
the Mets make a profit with a payroll that large? I mean, because New York is the top market in the United States, but you do have another ball club that some people have heard of. What 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 other ball club? I'm not familiar. Yeah. Oh, we don't well, talk about we don't talk about them. Do not say that name. Okay. Please. Okay, please. <laughs> we don't talk about these people there. Um, the Just Mets curious. are okay. A the Mets are not making a profit. B when their owner's worth sixteen billion dollars, he doesn't give a damn. Okay. But and you know, by the way, I mean, but I think, if you lose, if you lose half a billion a year, even sixteen goes away after a while, right? Nah, not really, because you know you don't lose that much. There's enough TV money, enough ticket price money. Okay, you're not going to lose it. You're not going to lose that much. You're saying he's money. only losing well, they don't own SNY D Grove, though. That's they I, don't. I don't they, they, yeah. they don't own SNY, and they get screwed by SNY yeah. because the Wilpot, the old ownership, set this up so they would get paid as little as possible from SNY, so SNY would make the money. Not the Mets, but and so you know, for think, our listeners, SNY is that like a local television the, affiliate, like Mets, our Mass in, in yes, the, it's uh, the Mets television, essentially the Mets television network that broadcasts all the Mets games. The Mets, the Mets should get paid a ton of money for this. They don't because it was right. intentional. But anyway, but also Steve Same Cohen has here. said, yeah. Steve Cohen did say that this is not going to be permanent. This massive payroll, it'll be big. He said he just wants to be good now. Get the farm system really good, so then the payroll does not have to be this high. So he's—I'm sure he's losing money now, but I don't think it's going to stay that way. Okay. Well, they're getting. That, what, that's like, what, what every say, employee yeah. likes to hear: is that your paycheck won't be higher in the future. <laughs> yes. So, sorry, I cut you off, Leonardo. Oh no, I was just wondering. Uh, so if they do eighty-one games. Times thirty, like times twenty five thousand people. Uh, that's twenty five oh oh oh. That is two hundred. No, two million people. And what do you think they're spending a game like between the ticket parking? I mean, they got to be spending two hundred bucks each. Would you say? No. With the tickets and less. parking and the, and the hot dogs. Oh, the average ticket is like forty hours. That's spending one hundred fifty hours on hot dogs. All right, that's $3.3 billion or $30 million. I don't know if there's a comma there. But uh, also think the, 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 the value of the team is going up. Did you see the other day the Yankees are worth $7 bill. I remember like five years ago, six years ago, they were worth $4.2 bill. Well, that's the thing. These You buy these teams, you overpay, and then you may not make a lot of money year to year, but when you sell it, oh, man, you're making money. Yeah, it's like buying a condo in Manhattan, right? Like you're freaking living off uh, peanut butter and jelly while you're paying off the mortgage. But when it's done, man, you bought it for a million. It's worth 2.5 in like 15 yeah, years. Pretty much. Yeah. You know? yeah. The, the Nationals are asking for five. You know, now, really? They're asking and for five. They're asking for five, and they, and they get the worst team in the, the fucking league. I'm so they own the stadium? Wait, do they own the stadium, too? But that probably no, comes with the no. With, the stadium is owned by the the. That was the brilliance of the deal: is that the learners didn't pay anything for the stadium. The people of the District of Columbia paid for the stadium with muni bonds. Now, it turned out to be a great deal, but it was a huge risk. Wow. It must include the network too, right? That's a lot of money. No, 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 they're wow. not. They're, they have a minority stake. That's that's the holdup in the deal. Is they're not getting five billion. The Orioles own the network, believe it or not. Right. They're not getting they only get the I team. remember that, yes. DC yeah, that owns the stadium, they own the team, Orioles owns the network. That's I think in five why, billion. 
Well, they, they haven't got it yet. That's yeah, the issue. What the Mets get? What the Mets? Three and a half? Something like that? The Mets, they're not getting five billion. Well, they haven't sold it, so I think they're Yeah, really... nice stadium but, and but all. The, but... owner, the owner died, and I think everything's like kind of like really in a... Ellie, how many games did you go to last year? <laughs> none. No, Ellie. I know. Oh, me? I'm going to guess yeah. none. Um, no, I okay. went to some local games, but nothing um, like MLB or farm teams. Okay. Oh, are there farm teams in Alaska? No, we just have like a little um, league. I think it's like NCAA, um, you know, like the collegiate players that come up and they okay. form a league. And like, so if you have a layover, we'll you don't have... go to like a Chicago Cubs game if you if you're staying overnight or anything like that. Um, I have, yeah, but last summer I did primarily Fairbanks. Trip. Oh, okay. So I really didn't go to. I mean, they don't have a team either. So. So they must um, love I, your well, work, went... and and they're giving you all the well, ag- agri- the assignments. Yeah. When you go, okay. you well, no, ag- I, I I go down to Seattle and then I fly up to Fairbanks and then I fly down. Have you Seattle. landed in LaGuardia? Like, is LaGuardia as 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 tough as people say to land on? No, it's not tough to land on. It's just tough to like deal with the drama of the controllers. Oh, wow. okay. drama! Why? Are, yeah. they, are, are they like chappy women from like the North Shore of Long Island? Oh, don't fly there! Like, don't park there! <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got a Dad, little. Are you bit recording of this? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, I thought we were waiting for degrowth. I don't know. He, he, he can't get a word in edgewise. Are like, oh, I thought God. we were waiting for degrowth. No. We don't a farm team in Alaska. How could yeah, you have yeah, a farm team? Teams. How would you do? You, we need our player now. We're gonna. He'll be here in three days. You can't really do that. Well, what about? I mean, why can't the Mariners have a farm team in Alaska? That's got to be half their market. But who, who would the farm uh, team play? Yeah, good point. I mean, come on, like a player being there in three days. It's not like they're putting them on a the, dog the sled. Moscow. I mean, we have flights every hour down to Seattle. Well, it's in the, the Moscow, what if they, well Cosmos. East Coast. Yeah. But who are they playing? They got to play somebody. Yeah, they don't have yeah, a farm team in Alaska. They have college teams. Well, that they have sense. college teams. D. They don't have a farm team. Yeah. Well, you asked. Are, are we rolling team, here? Yeah, we're rolling. Why don't somebody we, why wake Rob up? Rob, <laughs> yeah. no, we've already lost our take your, audience. Take so your, why should I take your three-hour energy <laughs> shot? Why, why the Germans are gone. The Germans started <laughs> a while ago. <laughs> No, it's, it's all be... it's all army guys from Manhattan. That's, that's <laughs> and, you know at Frankfurt and Munich at the base. Hey there, if you ride a motorcycle or have a friend or loved one who rides, there's a podcast for you. It's called the Arrive Alive Podcast, and I started it over three years ago when I was involved in a crash with an SUV that ran a red light. Now, on the podcast, we have safety tips and talks with motorcycle instructors and authors and actors and people who love riding and who share their strategies for being safe. You can find the Arrival Live podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms from Apple and Spotify and Amazon Alexa and also at ArriveAlivePodcast.com. Can we talk about the rules? Can we stick to the script here? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Um, Okay, so let's talk about some of these new rules, guys, which I know you guys are going to be experts at, the foremost of which is the pitch clock now i recall even going back years i mean it's been discussed and now it is finally here um first of all and maybe d grove as as an attorney maybe you want to answer this first of all what is it what are the desired benefits and what have we learned about the consequences of it throughout spring training 
So basically it's what, 15 seconds, right? The pitcher has to pitch within 15 seconds if there's nobody on base, 20 seconds if there's runners on base, and the batter, as I understand, has to get into the batter's box with eight seconds left on the pitch clock, and there'll be a pitch clock behind home plate, pitch clock, and so the batter could see in the outfield. There's some whole setup in, the, in every stadium that's going to have it. And I guess the whole point is, well, let's try to appeal to the millennials and the generation whatever who can't sit down and watch a ball game. They need bam, 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 action. Hit. They want to watch basketball. They want to watch hit, run, hit, run. They can't deal with a pitch They sequence. don't have they five can't. hours of leisure in, they in consecutively. Don't. Right? No, but they can't because they have to go back to TikTok. They can't spend the whole time on a ball game. It's unbelievable. TikTok so they're trying to turn – uh, they're trying so, to turn um, ba- baseball into 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 basketball. Yeah, and that's let's not let the what it's meant to be. Comment. She's the target. As audience. the millennial of this conversation, I would the granddaughter. I personally don't agree. Yeah, the granddaughter of this conversation. I would <laughs> um I would like to say that I personally, and this is completely anecdotal, I like um how long baseball games are. Because I just like to sit out there and like not pay attention. And maybe it's because I have like a low IQ or something, but I like to not have to be focused all the time. Like if I go to a hockey game, I am exhausted by the end of that. And I just sat there and watched it. I didn't even play. But like baseball is great because you can just like <laughs> drink your beer, drink another beer. I know, but I hate that they cut you off at the seventh inning. That's that's a drag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So maybe they should have only reinstated the pitch clock for after the seventh inning. <laughs> that's that's when everybody's ready to go. Yeah. You're like, All yeah, right, Ellie, I, Ellie, Ellie, I think you're the exception. You're a uh, what do you say? You're Generation X, but no, you're, Gen but X. you're but but you're really a baby boomer. I mean, this this is like you know you have this really old style baseball opinion. That's what people should have. You, you're not like the other people in your generation who need constant action, can't sit still, have ADD. It's it's not a good thing. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. I would go with. I happen to actually like the pitch count. Uh, I think it forces these guys pitch to clock. move it along. What's that? Pitch clock. Pitch clock. <laughs> There's always been a pitch count. There's always been a pitch count. Uh, no, it's pitch. the Jason clock. It's Jason clock. <laughs> if you guys weren't born, <laughs> the, the, like, uh, <laughs> the Jason Verlander clock. Verlander clock. Yeah. Take your pill. Like, uh, like, like Ellie said, uh, like it's like going to a baseball game. You're able to not pay attention. <laughs> yeah, now you're not going to hear my wisdom. Go ahead. What I don't, what I don't like, is the fact that they are keeping the ghost runner uh, after the after the ninth inning, after oh. extra innings. I was so happy that they were getting rid of that. That was a COVID thing to move the game along. Um, it seemed more like a Sunday softball game rule to me, and I was looking forward to them being rid of it. You know, keeping it, I think that's a mistake. I would agree there. I think, um, you know, I think we're old enough to remember where there was no shootout in the NHL, and there were a lot of people, you know, that were upset when the shootout came in the NHL. Um, Is that politics? No, no. Sorry. The You know, the, 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 uh, at the end of the game. But I think, you know, to have a four-hour game, I was just on WFAN radio with Danielle McCartan, and she said that it's such a boon to the game that these you can get to a game two and a half three hours and it's over there's more excitement 
And now with the the things, the pitch communicators from the pitcher to the catcher, you don't have to worry about going through the signs for 35 seconds. What I don't like, I mean, can we imagine? So, so Ellie, there was this guy in the 70s named Lou Brock. And he was as fast as the wind going over the tundra of Fairbanks, Alaska, if it has one. But this guy could steal. Like, it, when he... When he, if he got on, if he got on first, it was a triple. Like it was a triple. Like two pitches later, he would be on third, right? And same thing for Ricky Henderson. So now, you know, like Rob, it's like the the rule is you can only throw over twice. So if you don't get him the first time, then there's a lot of pressure on the second one. And if you go to there, then it's, then you, then the guy can take the biggest lead in the world, right? I don't understand this. Yeah. Yeah. So the new rule this year, which again, I'm old school, horrible, is that the pitcher can only disengage twice, which means step off, fake a throw to first, fake a pickoff throw wherever. The okay. third And the third time results in a balk. Do I have this correct, guys? Is that what it is? Well, a throw over too, right? I mean, most of the time they're going to throw so. over. So they're going to catch and take a big lead, see if they can then a little bit bigger. And then if they get, and you know, yeah, you're right. Once you get to the third, I get that's going to third. That's it. You got a balk. So you have pretty much an automatic – I don't know about an automatic stolen base, but pretty close. So they're trying to get more stolen bases again for the kids today who can't sit still. They want more stolen right. bases. They want more action. That's why they're doing it. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Change the game that's been going on for over a century. Why? Keep it. People will adjust. Players will adjust. Oh, interesting. You know, I was just reading. So I had a little bit wrong. Too, right? Yeah, the Bigger larger bases. bases. Yeah. Well, yeah, Ellie, that was going to be the next question, right? Um, yeah, yeah, about the bigger bases. I mean, they, they yeah. did make those bases bigger. And I already, you know, hypothesized that it's because these old grandpas are blind. But what was the real idea behind that? I don't like your tone, Who Ellie. I'm talking to her. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't like your tone. <laughs> I don't like well, your tone, I don't anybody else's question besides hers. Because she calls you a grandpa? <laughs> Do you open the window no, no. of your plane when you fly over a city field and just like throw junk out the window? I mean, you're so got an attitude. Hey, today. look, I'm not the one who wrote the original question talking about how, you know, Max being 39 years old is a big problem for the league. I mean, it's kind of ancient when it comes to baseball standards. Okay, well, maybe we'll see the more bases. stolen bases, I think. <laughs> MLB says bigger bases are expected to have a positive impact on player safety based on using them in the minor leagues in the last season. They saw a significant increase or a rather decrease in like, you know, guys getting shafted by somebody sliding into a base and getting their ankle broken. You know who's getting shafted? Ed- Edwin Diaz doing a freaking celebration. They should outlaw celebrations before the start of the season and that's how these guys are getting shafted. Our season is halfway in the tank because of that. You mean in spring I don't training? Know how, but I so thought by... that was going to be a pitch for a ride alive. No, I didn't think so. Yeah. So, so yeah, that that, that to your point, that you, to your point, to your point, they're trying to stop uh, collisions, mostly at first base. I think that's right. kind of the point. But they're also trying to again increase stolen bases. Right, three inches each way makes a difference. Okay. Here's the thing. So now, do we not three inches oh, make a difference? Really? Well, three, sure. three, or three and three. But do we now have to say? You know, they always say you're 90 feet away. Do we not say that anymore? I guess. I don't think, I don't think the Germans care about that. 
They might. The New York they guys. Might. They're very all, detailed. They're, they're, they're very detail oriented, long and long I long. have a um, I have a BMW. And my and mother's the only German. one listening right now. Let's I mean, go. you know. <laughs> But they they know, man. We're just the the is... Swedes. We're just all the Swedes. That's the only ones that we're trying to fix to now. The Swedes. I'm hoping not... the Swedes are staying in there with us. What did I say? The, the, the winning run is now how many feet away? What's, what's the math there? The 90, wait, 90 feet. 7 feet, 9 inches. Something or like no, that, 80, yeah. 89 feet and 9 inches. 89 feet, 9 yeah. inches. Yeah. Or no, actually, it might be 6 inch difference, right? I don't know. Well, either way. Oh, because. Because they're both, oh, yeah. Both bases. But, okay, did, did you guys answer this? I, I, one of the things I, I did brought up, maybe I brought it up at the wrong time, was w- games have been won and lost by this pitch clock thing, which doesn't affect the pitcher solely. It also affects the batter. And if the batter doesn't come in and it's, you know, there's two strikes and it's counted as a strike if he doesn't get into the box in the designated eight seconds, right? And the guy's on third, and he could win the game, and then the batter blows up because he got in a second later than he was supposed to. That happened in spring training for the Nats. I don't know about anybody else. Is that going to be a problem? Well, I guess the, it's up to the coaching staff, and you got to tell these guys. But look at Creighton today. Creighton lost on a last-second, you know, bitsy, flippy-floppy foul that could have been not called, and there's no warning, right? So there's no warning. That's a great point, Dad. We'll have to see, and – but once you do it once, you know, unless – I mean, what do you think the most – the player in Mets history that had the lowest IQ, guys? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, like, either Dan Norman or Lenny Dykstra. Well, we don't know if Lenny Dykstra has a low IQ or the or drugs created brain his – cells were fried. Yeah, we don't basketball. know. Or what was that big thug guy on the 86 – that would fight everybody. Kevin Mitchell? Remember? Kevin Mitchell. Yeah, Kevin Mitchell. Probably him, too. He, okay. he might be listening. We are in the uh, Upper <laughs> East Side. What? Okay, in basketball, there's a shot clock that everybody can see. Does the batter see the shot clock? Yeah. Yeah, this it's by by rule it's going to be situated in all different places behind okay, home okay. plate. It's all over and the then, place. All right. Yeah, so they're going to they will be able to see it. We don't so know. Fans can say, "Get in the fucking batter's box." <laughs> They'll do it. But what it's going to affect is like strategy. You know, baseball is a thinking man's game. What do you throw in a certain moment? What is the next pitch going to be? Now you have to run, rush, throw. I mean, it's going to be very be fast and it's quick. Gonna and, it's going to be fun. Uh, okay, be on a. On a side note, as we are video videoing this our first time, uh, I'd like to call out Degro for his Breaking Bad esque lighting on his face. I think that's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe later it in the episode change. we we can have him in his underwear where his wife is shaving his back. Anyway, should we get to the prediction? Yeah, yeah. What, you, you want you want to do the the next question, Ellie? About yeah. <laughs> so and then and then there's this thing that the MLB is calling a shift restriction. Uh, what are they trying to accomplish with that? Um. Let me start because I just had this conversation with a friend. A friend of mine said he almost sure. stopped watching the game because of the because of this rule. And I said, "Listen, we've done so many things to hurt the batters. Uh, we have pitchers. We have your fourth starter is throwing a hundred miles an hour. Okay, um, and so the and, and when you put the shift, I think this is 
I think this is the way for MLB to admit that their hitters are idiots and they can't learn to hit to the opposite field, but also acknowledge that it's tough to hit to the opposite field when everybody's throwing 100 miles an hour. So instead of, I would have loved to see the mound move back a foot, but instead of that, you know what? If you're a pull hitter, let let these guys hit, and that's how the game was was meant to be played, right? I think. Is part of it, Len, because we didn't really uh, say what the actual rules, they don't want like everybody in the infield going to the outfield if Bryce Harper is, is hitting, and then everybody, if they think the guy's going to bunt, everybody moves infield. Is it, they're trying to stop stuff like that? You have to have uh, your feet on the dirt, the infielders do, and you have to okay. have two people on each side of second base. But there's a, a way, T-Grove, do you see this? Like some teams are getting around the shift where they're bringing the right fielder in, like to play like short right, right you, know, or the, you know, depending on a pull or not. So that's legal. So you still have a little bit of that. But, you know, uh, 20 years ago, the average fastball was like 93. Now it's 100. Give these guys a break. Let them hit and let them play the game the way it was invented, right? It was invented not to have players forced to play in a certain part of the field. That's what let the yeah. you know you you're right. Do are pitchers throwing harder than they ever did? Absolutely. But are players big, bigger, and stronger than they ever were? The hitters, absolutely too. Don't do that. Let the game organically take care of itself. Okay, you're gonna they do a shift. That, let no, but it's so the shift's only been a number of years. Let you it go. Winning a players, title with two sixty two averages. Come okay. on, man. Players will start. Hitting to the opposite field. Don't but tell them what. Ten, ten years. Less than ten years. Ten years. They haven't done it. Don't. They're don't. all going for a home run. They, so now, okay, there are more. Home, there are more home runs now. Should we make the outfield fence five hundred feet now? I mean, just let things go. Let the chips fall as they may. Let the players take care of themselves. Don't make these silly rules. You have to stand where you have to stand. Glad you're not running for city council. <laughs> but he did reel off a nice little plethora of cliches. That was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> three for three. Don't fire yeah. till you see the whites. All right, we got four yeah. minutes. Yeah, we had a dead ball era. We got past it. You know, baseball always gets past these little trends. We do. We don't have to change the rules for it. Okay. So, Ellie, wanna, why don't you take the next one? Um, all right. So are there any other changes, official or unofficial, that fans might want to be aware of going into this twenty twenty? Yeah, I think City Field should have motorcycle parking. Um, because <laughs> if you go to Jones Beach, you, they have motorcycle parking. And other than that, you know, and I run a group that has 2,000 motorcycles, motorcyclists in the New York City area. And we want to go to City Field. We don't want to pay, as Dave said, $25 for a ticket and $40 to park our motorcycle when – you know, half of the guys that we ride with have electric motorcycles, you know, the new ones that are out now. And but other than that, you're saying you and, have and, to park in, in, a, in a car spot. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Uh, yeah, they don't even have assigned motorcycle, but they could make assigned motorcycle parking like Jones Beach does, like uh, the Meadowlands. They, they does. do in our, our park. They have motorcycle parking and they have like a lot of people, you know, since it's a, I have bicycle parking because, I mean, it's a really small city. It's nine square miles. Yeah. Which is wonderful. It's actually a separate part yeah. of National Stadium with yeah. a guard at the front. True or false, oh. Rob, you have walked from your apartment to City Field. Uh, true. Thank you. And the mileage is about, what, 11 miles? 
14 miles. 14 miles. And did you walk home? I did not. Okay. <laughs> Pussy. The Germans, the Germans can look that I gotta up give on Google Maps. <laughs> okay, guys. So let's zoom out. Oh, uh, our, oh, let's let's zoom out a little. And I just want to talk to you uh, to, in general about the health of the sport because you know we have gotten together now for uh, this is our third year that we've talked about baseball. After that contentious collective bargaining negotiation last year. Both sides succeeded in avoiding a shortened season, even though it was very, very contentious. But unlike the 1994 strike, where there was a giant backlash uh, that had huge consequences, have the fans forgiven the players and the owners? Is it, is it just swept under the rug at this point? Until you just asked the question, I almost forgot about last year. I know, we do. That's my answer. That's my answer. Okay. Because they played the whole year. They played the whole season. Yeah. Now, I don't pay attention to anything, so that's not shocking. But, yes, I completely forgot about the strike. Okay. Because they played a full season. They played 162 games. Right. Now, Ellie, if, if, uh, if the Starbucks workers at the airports where you go to were on strike, would that make you cry? No, that would be awesome. Okay. <laughs> She's got an attitude. So what? Well, who's her understudy? I, who's who's I, her understudy? Because I, I, I think we got to look so at that seriously. I, I spend so much money on Starbucks that if they all closed, that would be like really fantastic for my overall financial well-being. Well, is the coffee you, you on the airplane put a that bad? In your house or something, or have a baby or whatever, buy a Tesla. <laughs> I just lost the Colombians. The Colombians are no longer listening. <laughs> Click. The Colombians are out. I just lost the Colombians. Uh, okay, next question is you, Ellie. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Is all right. So, so as a millennial asking non-millennials who are also baseball fans, my question is, is the game moving in the right direction? Because they're making these changes that they believe will make the games more watchable. And they're also, you know, they also seem to be paying more attention to marketing, which is new. And I actually heard about the World baseball classic in mainstream media um so if you had to give the major league baseball a letter grade from a to f what would it be why don't we let d grove since he's his lighting is now shifted into the godfather uh why don't we let him i know maybe you need to open your window d grove i don't know (laughs) irreverence so okay so i gotta tell you as much as I hate all the new rules, as much as, you know, the War Baseball Classic pissed me off really because of Edwin Diaz getting injured. Oh, yeah. I, from a marketing perspective, they're probably doing a good job. They probably are, do deserve maybe a B or whatever. Just the fact that in the World Baseball Classic ended, right, with Otani facing Trout. That you could awful. not have wrote that script any better. Yep. Right. It was almost. I almost think it was scripted actually because it was it almost was. too perfect. It, it, it was too. It was, was too perfect. It was, was. So yeah, people got into the more baseball classic somehow this year, and I'm sure maybe all these crazy rules, maybe all these young millennials will start liking baseball more. And as I hate it, but they're probably doing a good job with their marketing. Okay, so D Grove is B plus. Is that what you said? 
Yes. I'm writing this down. Okay. How about you guys? Yeah, I would go with that. Um, I think the I think the state of baseball is in great shape. Uh, Grove for the first time ever is not only going to the Met home opener here at Chase Stadium, twenty six years in a row, twenty six years in a row. Uh, but he's actually wow. going in Miami to the to the Mets home op- to the Mets to the Mets op- uh, to the Mets Marlins home opener. Yeah. The Mets so, actual opening day you know, away. I'm, right. Yeah. And I'll, you know, be traveling this year and I'll try to stop off at any ballparks like Pittsburgh or St. Louis or yep. so I, I think the state of the game is actually in good shape. I you would know? I would agree, except the uh, the World Baseball Classic, because the fact that Diaz got injured and these players that are worth so much money, three words, no one cares. A year from now, nobody's going to remember who won this that game, the World Baseball Classic, played another time or something because the fact that our season is down, you know, could be down the toilet. I don't think it necessarily is. But uh, Bud Selig was probably the worst commissioner of any sport, including the Syosset, uh Pee Wee Football League on Long Island, probably in the history of any sport. So I think th- this guy, what's his name? Um uh, did I say Manfred? I meant to say no. Selig was the yeah, worst. Manfred, the you said Bud Selig from the nineties. Yeah, well, yeah. Bud Selig just retired a few it's years. Worse ago. than pitch count. Yeah, Bud Selig retired in two thousand fifteen. He was there for for, for dumber than pitch years. counts. But, so, but Leonardo, I, I you're 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 a professional marketer. You've worked for Fortune five hundred companies, and I've been hearing my whole life that you know they're always comparing the MLB to the NFL and they're like NFL knows how to market they, they are the most brilliant marketers like they take draft day and they turn it into an entire week you know they make a, a 10 billion dollar franchise out of it and then when the draft the MLB draft takes place nobody even know that it happened you know it's just like yeah but you know there's the carnal uh attraction of NFL right it's I mean these guys the sad thing is that nobody cares that when these guys turn 38 they barely can walk they might have that uh, that brain injury thing, right? You know, baseball guys like you – know, no, it's true. It's true. Uh, baseball guys – he couldn't remember what it's called, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, PFT syndrome or whatever. Your you know, so it's, it's – the, grand, <laughs> the grandpa's in the wheelchair, as yeah. Ellie said. Yeah. You know, remember <laughs> – yeah. affects your memory. Yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> Uncle What's-His-Name told me about that. But, you know, I don't – I'm not sure. I buy that because if people are attracted to the carnage of the NFL, then why did they want to? Then why did the MLB make all these rules to get rid of the collisions that happen at first base? Oh, it's like I mean, apples. It's like comparing a Cessna to like a jumbo seven forty seven. It's apples and oranges. I mean, so little collisions every once in a while. I mean, every, there's more collisions in one game of an NFL game than in the whole season. Of a major league game, and that's the honest truth, well, Captain. Right, but if you not pilot, have, maybe, you. maybe maybe if you not maybe have Bryce Harper have... for for the rest of the season because he crashed into the guy at first base, then yeah, those you know, are from rare. the perspective of the fans and the coaches, they're like, shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Injuries are bad for the sport. Yeah, Injuries yeah. are bad for the sports. You you can't have that. Even in the, even in the NFL, you talk about the NFL quarterbacks who are the stars of the league, they can't get hit anymore. Right. No, they, I mean, I love the reason Tom Brady lasted so long is like he would throw the ball and then he would hit the dirt. 
And it was like, they didn't even have a chance to sack him. So if you would have played even... 25 years ago with like Jack Lambert and, you know, Ed Kutel and Mean Joe Green, forget about it. It would have never lasted. Ah, you breathe on a quarterback now, you get 15 yard yeah. penalty. It's a, it's a different, yeah, you need yeah. your star quarterbacks to play. Yeah. They can't have them injured. Hey, okay, right. so uh, quick timing question. When, when we can no longer see D Grove, is the show over? <laughs> well, well, I, think it's, I think it's like what you said. It's, it's still light out over here. I don't know what. First scene of the Godfather, uh, uh, David, we just need you stroking a white cat. Hey, can, can we wrap it up, though? <laughs> Captain, can you uh, approach, uh, take us on the landing approach here, Captain? <laughs> okay, so... That's um, the British fans. Oh, now she left. British fans. Okay, we're wrapping this thing up, guys, believe it or not. So, last question. So, um, you know, let's get out of the NLE East. I think you already said you're, you're, whole, you're expecting the, the Mets are going to take it. What team should we keep our eyes on in, in the NL and the AL? And, um, and do any of you want to hazard a guess at who will be in the World Series this year? Well, those, uh, those Anchorage Argonauts are looking pretty fine this year. <laughs> <laughs> the Iditarod Huskies. Yeah, I hate to say yeah. it. So I hate I hate Brussels sprouts and I hate the Houston Astros. And I hate mm. the Houston Astros. But I, they got such a great team. I think it's going to be them again. What do you think, D. Grove? I think we're going to have something different this year. I think you're going to have the first ever championship for the San Diego Padres. How about oh, yeah, that? That guy came back, right? The guy that was suspended. What's his name? He's coming back. Tatis? Yeah. I don't know when he's coming back, but he's coming back. He got suspended um, for 80 games, but I think it was yeah. like this. Yeah. And they're a good team. I'm going to pull us back into the NL East, and I'm going to say that I think the team to watch, and maybe the team to beat, is the Philadelphia Phillies. They did a heck of a lot to improve themselves in the offseason. What's his name? Just went down with an ACL. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Hoskins. Hoskins. Oh, wow. Hoskins. But it's, they, yeah, they, so they were in third place good. last year. But they, they made a nice run, too. They, they and the they got a great – They got Bryce, a good manager. Bryce Harper had a great year, right? Yeah, last year. They he had a pretty good World year. Series, the Mets were not. Can anybody name who won the NL MVP Eagle? off the top of your head? Who won the what? Who won the NL no. MVP last year? Mm, who won the MVP last year? How do we not know that? Someone on the Braves, right? I don't know. Wait a minute. While you uh, think of that, D. Grove and I were in Philadelphia. Paul Goldschmidt, St. Louis. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. D. Grove, when were we there? September, watching the Phillies Mets? Yeah, yeah. September. And we were talking to the Phillies fans there. And at the time, the Mets were in first, the Phillies were in third. And we were being very, uh, very nice to the Philly fans there. We were like, oh, you know what? You guys look at them next year. You guys had a great season, nothing to hang your head about. And Mets went home. Phillies made it to the World Series. Yep. Once you make the playoffs, once you make the playoffs, anything could happen. And uh, um, like I said, like uh, Rob H. was saying, I'll be down in Miami for opening day. I'm going to wear my Mets gear. I think it's safe in Miami because I think you have a big Met uh, Met contingent there. I'm sure it'll be maybe half Met fans. So is there as there is now that now that the fans can sort of see you if they come up for an autograph, you're you're okay with that? You'll sign or you're standoffish. It depends how creepy the person is, but yeah, for the most part, yes, I'll be doing it. Okay, I'll be happy. Right, I'll be wearing my um, scandal sheet T-shirt as well. So, 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get those out. To sign. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're gonna sign off. Uh, are we at the like, gate yet, Captain? Come on, we let's, are. Let's we're go. gonna sign off. Any, any other last words that you guys want to throw in? Well, you know, injuries are I a big part of the game, like Dave said. On. And if I you're ever injured, back on. I think it was great. Thank you. <laughs> now go Leonardo. Leonardo, arrive alive. Go ahead. Injuries are a big part of the game. So if you're ever injured and it's not your fault, call David Grover at what's the number, Dave? 212-527-7575. Now that's a that's grandpa the, number, 212. Nobody knows what a 212 area code. The German guys do. Yeah. It's a city number. 212-527-7575. Right. Give me a call. I'll be happy to talk to you. I should have never mentioned people, I'm gonna get my ass kicked because of that. You know, the brown shirts are gonna track me down. Look, thank you very much, gentlemen. Uh, Ellie, you, anything you want to say to to our partying uh, grandpas? <laughs> I learn I learn something new every day when we have these conversations. So wow. uh, I'm really looking forward to this baseball season. Yeah. So uh, from, from, from from a Ellie, congratulations grandpa. on your final show with us because uh, we're not going to use you anymore. <laughs> and uh, we're calling the, your agent after this. <laughs> I believe the whippersnapper is what we'll, we'll ask next time. We'll say, where's the whippersnapper? So you guys have been very informative and entertaining, as always. So, ladies and gentlemen, Brilliant. the Mets Mob! Woo-hoo!